1: post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today what's good in the neighborhood it's wet outside hopefully you're staying dry Julio Sanchez sports machine Sean Levine it's cook your bookie time to make us some money right here on 610 sports radio and being heard all over the world On the Odyssey app, we got a lot to talk about. We got updated power ratings, Levine's locks, as always, toward the end of the show. A little bit better to forget it, but before we get too far into this thing and start talking about overs and unders and futures and parlays and all that stuff that we will absolutely get to in the next hour, let's talk about the Kansas City Chiefs where, goodness, I mean if you thought the chiefs were going to take a step back from where they've been the last couple of years, that's perfectly reasonable. In fact, it it, it was likely to happen for a team that last year, essentially besides the super bowl and the game where they sat all their players, they lost one game. And then the year before that, they won the super bowl. And I'll not have to tell you what they did the year before that with Patrick Mahomes, this team has been on an all time great run by any standards, not just here locally, but in the history of the NFL, you're not supposed to win 75% of your games. You're not supposed to dominate the division the way the Chiefs have, where I don't even remember what the numbers are. Well, it's like 27 out of 30 heading into this season against the AFC West. It's been absolutely ridiculous. But there's no way in H-E double hockey sticks that you could have thought that they would hit the skids like this, and here's why. You might have thought defensively they were going to suck. You might have thought, you know what, they overachieved the last couple of years. They had some no names in the secondary. I don't love how they drafted. I don't really love Frank Clark. All these different reasons. Chris Jones has been maybe a little bit banged up. Maybe you thought the defense was going to be bad. But if you're like me, just a practical thinker, you had to assume that the offense, with the talent that they have, the offensive line that they brought in, I know Edwards Hilaire's banged up now, but at the beginning of the year, he was heading into year two. It looked like you had Absolutely everything lined up to do the same thing that you had the last couple of years, which is just outscore everybody. And I understand that Patrick Mahomes MVP season, the chiefs had to go out there and put up essentially 40 points a game or whatever it was, 35 points a game, because that was the only way they were going to win. And they went out there the next year and won the Super Bowl, not because of their defense, but the defense certainly did their part. And then last year it was kind of a mixed bag. But offensively, it doesn't make sense how this team was only able to put up three points against the Tennessee Titans. Now, maybe some of that is me being a little bit upset because I told you to play the overs in that game, and the Chiefs certainly didn't help with that, not scoring a touchdown. But it doesn't seem possible on Patrick Mahomes' worst day, even with a mishmash of an offensive line, which everybody agrees, it's better than it was in the Super Bowl. I don't care who's on that right side. If it's a rookie or a veteran or whatever, it's better than it was the last game of last year against Tampa Bay. They should be able to protect Patrick Mahomes enough for him to stand up, throw the ball to probably the most talented pass catching core in the entire NFL. And for whatever reason, not only are they not scoring at the pace that we all expected them to, they didn't score a fricking touchdown against the Tennessee Titans. So spinning the wheels forward, kind of looking at the gambling side of it. The chiefs on Monday night football against the New York giants at home. I don't want to say it's a must win game because I don't really believe in that crap. You know, when they say, well, if you don't win this, it's over. It's not. I saw a team a few years ago, remember when the Royals were still cooking and we were paying attention to baseball and the chiefs got out the gates one in five. And all of a sudden it was like, ah, oh, the season's over with, let's just keep watching the Royals do their thing. And then you look back up when the baseball season's over and they're two and five and three and five and four and five, five and five, six and five, seven and five, eight and five. So I, I, and they ended up, what, 11 and five that year? So I've seen some crazy stuff from Andy Reid coach football teams to tell you that they're done. But if they go out there and they lose to the New York Giants, who are one of, if, the worst, if not the worst football team in the entire NFL, I mean, there's like five teams that are just total hot garbage, and they're one of them when you talk about from the very top to the bottom injuries and bad drafts, and I don't know about their coach and all these different things. If that team comes into Arrowhead stadium and beats the chiefs, if that defense comes into Arrowhead stadium and holds down the chiefs offense, then it's time to hit the panic button. It really is. I know we got the guy, we got the coach, we got the talent, we got the pedigree, all these different things. But at some point we also got to keep it 100, right? We also got to be reals, and if the Chiefs lose another football game and fall to 3-5 and and lose to one of the five worst teams in football, and then you take a peek at the division where, yeah, we all agree the Chargers are pretty good. Coming up next, I'll get you my power ratings. I'll tell you exactly where they are, where the Chiefs are, but another team that's playing pretty good football, believe it or not, I told you, Julio. The Las Vegas Raiders. Now, I'm not on here to make a pro Raiders point or that they're all of a sudden better than the Chiefs or that they've got a chance to win the division because I don't believe in any of that stuff. But again, if we're going to be based in reality right now, the Chiefs are looking up at everybody in this division. Whether you're talking about the standings, whether you're talking about the eye test, and that's a problem. And it's going to be a bigger problem as the season goes along. And let me tell you why. If we look at the team's right now in the AFC, that actually, quote-unquote, have a chance. And the Chiefs are certainly still in that conversation. It's way too early to say otherwise. But if we're talking about Tennessee and Baltimore and Buffalo and the Chargers, does anybody notice any common denominator with those teams that I just said? They've already beat you. So at some point, the Chiefs have to start racking up wins Because they're probably not going to have home field advantage. It's crazy. My entire life, one time the Chiefs played in the AFC Championship game before Patrick Mahomes got here. Zero times the Chiefs played in the AFC Championship game at Arrowhead. Well, that's all they do now. Last year, the year before that, the year before that, you could almost book it. Not now. Home playoff game, looking a little bit dicey. Let's talk about the numbers coming up against the Giants. The Chiefs are a 10-point favorite. I don't even want to talk about the number, the over-under. It's hovering right around 50. But I wouldn't touch that with a 30-foot pole. How could you? There's legitimately a chance that Daniel Jones, or whoever the quarterback is for the Giants, comes out there and puts up a 30 spot. He throws two or three touchdowns. This defense is making average quarterbacks look that way. So I don't have... The Cajonas to play the unders? Maybe you do. The bigger question is, are you willing to lay the 10 points? If I would have asked you that at the beginning of the year, Chiefs, favorite to win the Super Bowl, Giants, one of the favorites to have the number one overall pick, Monday Night Football, crazy fans, home field advantage in Kansas City. What's that line? There's been some big lines the last couple of weeks. I'm talking about 12. We saw a 15 and a half. We saw a 18 and a half, remember that last week, Julio? What would the line be at the beginning of the year? Chiefs versus Giants, way bigger than 10. Well, right now, that to me isn't so much of an indicator that the Giants are playing good football. I know they're coming off a win and all that, but it's more of an indicator of Las Vegas and the gambling public realizing that maybe the Chiefs, for whatever reason, just don't have it. And I've had a lot of people ask me. I had lunch with my grandpa the other day and he goes, What's the matter with the Chiefs? And my theory is this there's a lot of them out there. Here's my theory. Anytime in life, sports included, you've got a major goal. You want to get a certain job. You want to expand your family. You want to get a new house, whatever it is. Let's just use the house example. And you're putting in a lot of bids and you finally find, you know, you, you're going back and forth with your old lady and she wants a ranch and you want something with more land and she wants to live in this city. you want, And then eventually you guys end up agreeing on something. Then you find the dream home and then you put in the offer and then it's looking like you're going to get it. And it's taking you a lot of time and stress and blood and sweat and tears and arguments and fights and all these different things that you put effort into. And then you don't get the house and then you're back to square one. I think that's kind of what happened to the chiefs last year, getting all the way to the Super Bowl. It was almost, at least to me, I'm naive, a foregone conclusion. They were going to win it back-to-back. We'd have another parade, all those different things. And then not just losing it, but losing it in the fashion that they did. Where I'm not going to say they got exposed. I'm not going to say that somebody figured out the Kansas City Chiefs. But if you think about it, could you have ever imagined a year ago if I would have told you that the Chiefs offense with Patrick Mahomes and everybody healthy and a good offensive line and Andy Reid calling the plays against an average defense was going to go out there and not score a touchdown in the game. Well, now it's happened a couple of times. 9, 1, 3, 5, 7 6 7610. So that's my theory on what's going on right now with the Chiefs. If that just like in life, When you really want something, when you've really been working toward it, when you think you're going to get it, and then you don't, and it blows up in your face the way it did, it just takes the wind out of your sails. So I'm not too surprised the Chiefs have gotten off to this start. I'll be shocked if the Chiefs go out there and lose on Monday Night Football to the Giants, which is why if I'm you and I got 72 cents in my bank account, I'm laying it all down on the Chiefs to beat the Giants by more than 10 points. You know why? Because they have to. Coming up next, the power rankings. There's only 10 teams. Where are the Chiefs? Probably not in there. Coming up next, Julio Sanchez, Sports Machine, Sean Levine. We're cooking the bookie.
0: You're listening to Cook Your Bookie with Sean Levine. Thursday nights at 8, 610 Sports Radio.
1: Yo, what's up? Sports Machine on your radio. Julio Sanchez, spitting the wheels across the glass. Taking you up until 9 o'clock right here. It's Cook Your Bookie. Being heard all over the world on the Odyssey app. We were talking a little bit of smack on the Chiefs, and quite frankly, well, they put themselves in an easy position to be talk smack upon. 913-576-7610. Feel free to text us with your opinion on the Chiefs or any gambling things that you want to talk about speaking of gambling coming up in a little bit i'll get you the updated super bowl odds the chiefs who started the season at about four to one are no longer four to one however they probably haven't slipped quite as far as you would expect but before we do that julio give me some beats because it's time to do our updated entering week eight power rankings now This one's a little bit tricky because some people might say that the two best teams in the NFL are playing as we speak. That would be Green Bay, 6-1 on the road, taking on 7-0. Arizona, 12 minutes left in the second quarter of that game. Locked up at 7 right now. I would tell you. That Green Bay is probably not the second-best team in the NFL, even though they've won their last six games. And Aaron Rodgers is. Here we go, Julio. Hotter than Farrah Fawcett in a forest fire. Here's my top ten. Number ten, the Chargers. With a little bit of a shout-out to the Raiders, too. Chargers 4-2, Raiders 5-2. and two. Who's the best team in the AFC West? If you had to put down... 50 bucks of your own money. Would you put it down on the Chiefs? Or would you put it down on the field? You get everybody else. Now, you can take Denver and throw them out. So essentially, you get the Raiders and the Chargers. Hmm, Chargers already beat the Chiefs, have a better record. That's looking like a pretty good bet to me. Number nine. Buffalo. Buffalo was all the way up to number one. Remember that? Not that long ago. I have got them at number nine number eight and probably should be higher but because they're called the cincinnati Bengals, it's going to take a while for us to believe in them they beat the brakes off of who was it baltimore is that who they beat this last weekend speaking of baltimore i still got them just ahead of cincinnati because i believe not only these teams have identical records at five and two Baltimore is one of those teams where, at some point, they're going to break through. Maybe not win a Super Bowl, maybe not even get to a Super Bowl, but I could definitely see them. I would almost expect them to play in the AFC Championship game. It feels like this is kind of their year to do that. If Cincinnati, did, I'd be surprised. That would kind of come out of left field. At number six, Tennessee. So kind of a weird anomaly. Check this out. In my opinion. Teams 10 through 5, and we're talking about the 10th best team in the NFL all the way up to the 5th, are all in the AFC. Chargers, Bengals, Buffalo, Baltimore, and Tennessee. And Tennessee, I mean, how do you eventually win a Super Bowl? Coaching, defense, run the football, and know that you can beat the other teams that have a chance. Well, they've already beat the Bills. They've already beat the Chiefs. Like, they got to. What I'm trying to tell you is that Tennessee probably has the most impressive resume in the entire AFC, but that only puts them as the fifth best team, sixth best team in the NFL, because the five best teams right now all reside in the NFC. And I don't really see much argument. Number five, the Dallas Cowboys. If I had to put a little bit of money on somebody to win MVP right now, I think I'm putting it on Dak Prescott at 12 to 1 odds. 12 to 1 seems pretty good. I'll put down 10 bucks to win a buck 20. Number four, Green Bay. Of course, they're playing right now, tied up with the Arizona Cardinals in the second quarter, 7 7. Number three, the Los Angeles Rams. It's kind of crazy to think that the Rams went from a team that was in the Super Bowl a couple of years ago with Jared Goff. And then they kind of hit the skids the last couple of seasons. And then all of a sudden, the answer to their problems was Matthew Stafford? Who knew? Number two. Number two. Tampa Bay. I had Tampa at number two. Number two. At the beginning of the year, right behind Kansas City. Well, Tampa's still there. The Chiefs are not. <laughs> and number one, I've got the Arizona Cardinals. Now, let's see what happens in this game. Right now, again, it's 7 to 7 Packers are moving down the field. If somehow Green Bay can end up winning this particular football game, then you might have to put them all the way at number one. At that point, they'd have an identical 7-1 and record with the Arizona Cardinals. But I think Arizona wins. And then at some point, you're going to start to see the type of bets. Let's say the Cardinals win this game. That's when the undefeated talk starts. No, it's not going to happen. I know it doesn't happen in the NFL. Teams that are more talented than this one haven't gone undefeated. We know that. But if they win this game and they're 8-0 and they just took care of one of the better teams in the NFL, the Packers, I guarantee you that conversation will begin all over airwaves starting tomorrow. Okay, where are the Chiefs amongst all the teams in the NFL? Well, we know they're not in the top 10. Are they at number 11? No. Are they at 12? No. 13? No. 14? No. 15? No. 16? No. 17? No. I think the Chiefs right now are the 18th best football team in the NFL You know who they're about as good as? Like San Francisco, Pittsburgh. Call my bluff. You know who they're a little bit better than? Denver. Carolina. I'm not saying they suck. I'm saying that they've played like crap. There's a big difference. A big difference. Think about you at your job. Even if you're great at it. It doesn't mean you're always great at it. It just means that the majority of the time you are, and that's what we've seen throughout the tenure since Patrick Mahomes has been here. So we've set our standards extremely high. I think that most people listening right now, actually, I don't know. Shoot me a text. 913-576-7610. Do y'all think the chiefs are eventually going to end up in the playoffs or has the sky already fallen that much? Of course, they added the extra game. So it's going to be a little bit tricky. We don't really know what the magic number is in the past. It's been, you win nine games, you kind of have a chance. You win 10 games, you got a much better chance. You win 11, you're almost certainly in. So you would think you just kind of have to add another game to each one of those thresholds. 913 576 7610. Do you think the Chiefs are eventually going to end up in the playoffs? And if so, do you think they end up winning the division? Because to me, the way this football team looks right now, Kind of on skates. A little bit uncomfortable. Not the chemistry that we've gotten used to. The good thing is this. If we look back in hindsight, and the Chiefs do end up winning, just dream with me here for a second, 11, 12 games this year. They go on this crazy winning streak. They turn the team that we thought they were going to. You know what that's going to mean? That they're playing their best football heading into the postseason, which is obviously when it matters most. And the only reason that I bring that up is because we've seen in the past how we saw last year where you rest your players toward the end of the season because you've already got everything wrapped up, and then it becomes, oh, no, should we have done that? Is everybody ready to go? And ultimately, I'm not saying that had anything to do with the result of the Chiefs losing the Super Bowl, but I am saying the result of losing the Super Bowl and the way they did has led to what's going on right now. Foreshadowing, if you will. Coming up next, we'll talk about the rest of the games. Bet it or forget it right here on 610 Sports Radio.
0: Listening to Cook Your Bookie with Sean Levine, Thursday nights at 8, 610 Sports Radio.
1: All right, so if you have some action going on in the world of sports tonight, and the NFL Packers and Cardinals tied up at 7, 652 left. Until halftime. So if you played the unders, you're looking pretty good. Packers came in as a six and a half point underdog on the road, looking to give the Cardinals their first defeat of the year. However, there's other games going on also. Perhaps you've got your money on an NBA contest. 76ers beating the Pistons 107 to 102. That's going to screw my unders. Damn it. I hate the NBA. You're feeling so good. And then they shoot 25 free throws in the last literal minute of the game. NBA is annoying. Seriously. I hate losing bets while I'm talking live on the radio. Nick's up 65-56. Nobody cares about the NBA. What am I doing? It's Cookie Rookie here on 610 Sports Radio. Let's get back into the National Football League. And do some bet it or forget it. Los Angeles Rams, you want to talk about a big line, another big line coming up this weekend. Look, if you're playing the Texans, just you know you're going to be at least a two touchdown favorite and then tack a little bit on. The Rams laying 14 and a half at the Texans. I think I would lay those points. Like I said earlier, I think the Rams are one of the top three best teams right now in the entire NFL. I think they win that game by a cool three touchdowns. Miami getting 14 at Buffalo. Is Buffalo that good? I mean, I do think that they, by the end of this thing, will probably be at or near the top. There's a good chance that they end up in the ASE championship game in the Super Bowl. They've already beat the Chiefs. Like, they're certainly a proven football team. Uh, But are they two touchdowns better than a Miami team that we essentially thought was going to make the playoffs two months ago? Well, that was a long time ago. Miami sucks. In fact, yes, I would lay the points with Buffalo. Here's an interesting one. Pittsburgh getting three and a half on the road at Cleveland. Who ultimately wins that division? I think it's the Bengals. Can't believe I'm saying that. I'll take the three and a half with Pittsburgh. At Cleveland, San Francisco, you want to talk about a conundrum. You gave Jimmy Garoppolo, Jimmy, all that bread, and now you got to take the bread out of Jimmy's mouth. It's probably time right to see what they have in Trey Lance full-time you would think here's what sucks and the Chiefs did this for the last three years before this season when you pay somebody a lot of money it's just like any toy that you went out there and bought you want to use it like it's one thing to have a Ferrari well get it out there on the road and the Chiefs with Sammy Watkins They overpaid, and so it felt like oftentimes they tried to target him, put him on the field, have him run routes, pretend like he was better than he was because they paid him so much money. That's kind of what San Francisco's problem is right now with Jimmy Garoppolo. Like, everybody agrees that the eye test, the stats, the win-loss record tells you that he's not the dude. And they went out there and drafted the guy who they think is. But the problem is they also gave Jimmy Garoppolo $100 million just a couple of years ago. That's when it's the job of the general manager, to get in the ear of the head coach and say, look, man, I just get the groceries, and then you put it together. So put it together and make it taste good. I don't care if it's with Trey Lance or Jimmy Garoppolo or Joe Montana or Steve Young or Steve DeBerg. I can't think of any. uh, Colin Kaepernick. Now I'm just naming every 49ers quarterback I possibly can. I think I'm taking Chicago in that game on the money line. At plus 150. Look, both those teams stink. Might as well take the team that's at home. Dallas getting three points on the road at Minnesota. You want to talk about easy money. We used to do that check the boxes segment on the show. If you started checking the boxes, besides head coach, here's my... Weekly 60 seconds of ducking smack on Mike McCarthy. They win in spite of him, not because of him. He might be the worst coach in the entire NFL. And I'm a Mike Zimmer fan. So you could check the box for the Minnesota Vikings. But besides that, I think I'm checking every other box for the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas rolls in that game. Tennessee getting a point and a half on the road at Indy. The Colts, I thought, were going to be one of the turnaround teams this year, if you will, in the AFC. Now, they weren't bad a year ago. I think they won 10 games, but I thought they had a chance to go out there and win like 12 or 13 this year and really be one of those teams that could end up competing with the Chiefs and the Bills and all those Baltimore Ravens-type teams. They don't look like they're there, at least right now. That being said, you know who looks pretty damn good? Carson Wentz, doesn't he? Looks like that actually ended up being a pretty good move. Tennessee 1.5 at Indy. I think Tennessee rolls. I think Tennessee looks at Indy as a good team. And when Tennessee doesn't look at their competition as inferior, feels like they win those games, right? At least this year. Buffalo, Kansas City, I think they roll Indy. Now, this is not going to be a fun game to watch. You really have to be a football fan or a gambling degenerate or an actual fan of the Jacksonville Jaguars or Seattle Seahawks to watch this one. Jacksonville getting three and a half on the road at Seattle. Seattle going out there without Russell Wilson. It just – it looks like a high school football game and Geno Smith's out there. However, they're the favorite. Think about that. A Geno Smith-led football team is the favorite. You know why? Because they're playing Jacksonville. By the way, I said a Jacksonville Jaguars fan. Do those exist? Is that like a real thing? There are certain states that I've never met somebody from, so I'm convinced they're not real. Like Vermont. you never met somebody from Vermont. The place isn't real. Like, if you're driving around listening right now and you know somebody from Vermont, you're lying to yourself. You don't know anybody from Vermont. It's not a real place. You don't know a Jacksonville Jaguars fan. They don't exist. They're not real. Seriously, have you ever been in Kansas City and seen somebody rocking a Jacksonville Jaguars hoodie? Now maybe if you did, you'd walk up to them and look really close and see that they've got the sticker on it that it was in the clearance section for like seven bucks. Maybe it's like the old logo. There's no way in hell that there's a real Jackson. Hey, if you're a real Jacksonville Jaguars fan, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I was gonna say I'd give you a prize, but I don't have anything to give you. If I'm just being honest. Just a handshake. You're lying anyway, you ain't no Jags fan. Don't exist. Go back to Vermont, you weirdo. New England getting four and a half at the Chargers. Sounds like another one you might hear coming up in a little bit when we get to Levine's locks. Look, Bill Belichick's a great football coach. Maybe he's the all-time great football coach. But if you look at that roster, honestly, what makes that roster better than those New York teams? And when I say the New York teams, I don't mean the Bills. They're really good. I mean the Jets and the Giants. What makes – they're not – up and down, not a not a more talented football team. Getting four and a half on the road against the Chargers. I think the Chargers win that game by a couple of touchdowns. Tampa on the road at New Orleans. New Orleans is weird because sometimes they'll put up a ton of points, and then sometimes they'll do what they did a couple of nights ago where it looks like the offense is stuck in mud. I've heard such mixed opinion on Jameis Winston. Some people think that him and Sean Payton's a great fit and it's going to be the answer for the next five years. I don't see it. I think Jameis is a really good backup in the NFL, like maybe the premier backup in the NFL. And look, if you're a team that's going to win the Super Bowl and maybe you're a team that's got a chance to win the Super Bowl that's got an older quarterback like Green Bay or Seattle or there's a lot of those type of teams. That's, to me, the type of team that wants Jameis. That's when you need the $7 million backup. Kind of like the Raiders did with Marcus Mariota. Like, you're going to have to overpay, but if you need him, it comes in really handy. But I don't think he's a great starter. Anyway, I'm laying the points with Tampa. I think Tampa wins that game, actually, pretty comfortably. The Washington football team gets three points on the road at the Denver Broncos. Again, you want to talk about a bad football team that you basically have to have money on just to watch the game? I mean, play the points with the Washington football team, I guess. I don't really have any convincing reason. Otherwise, than you're not going to take the Broncos, right? Coming up next, we'll get you Levine's locks. We'll talk more about the Kansas City Chiefs. We'll look at the updated MVP and Super Bowl odds. And then we'll wrap this thing up with Julio Sanchez. They call me the sports machine, Sean Levine. Right here, it's Cook Your Boogie on 610 Sports Radio.
0: Listening to Cook Your Bookie with Sean Levine, Thursday nights at 8, 610 Sports Radio.
1: Well, that was dramatic. That's Julio Sanchez spinning the wheel, sports machine, Sean Levine taking you. Gotta,
0: you, you got to build the suspension. Yeah, I know,
1: I get it. I mean, let's be honest. There's at least seven people out there listening right now, so whatever I say is extremely important. They're listening with intensity. Yeah, they are. All seven people. That or they're just so drunk they don't want to change the radio dial.
0: Boredom, something.
1: Could be. Could be both. I mean, I've been both drunk and bored and lazy and didn't want to change the radio dial. It is what it is. We'll take it. Leave it on. That's Hilly on the Sports Machine. This is our final segment of Cook Your Bookie. We'll get you our Levine's locks coming up here in just a couple of minutes. Those are the... Games that I feel best about. As a matter of fact, Julio, I should have had you cut the audio. Not that anybody's listening or paying any attention. I give you five every week. Very rare is the week that I go five and oh. But if you would have put your money on everything I told you to do last week, my brother, think about this. Instead of just listening, if you were like, you know what? I'm going to find Slippery Pete on the corner, if that's your bookie, or I'm going to go to this website or... Whoever you use, go to, out to Vegas, go to the, wherever you want to bet. If you just would have listened to me and actually done something about it. Now, granted, let's be fair. You would have wasted your money every other week. But last week, let's say you would have decided, I don't know who this jackass is on the radio. Let's say that Julio, you're a guy that's driving cross country in your semi. And you're sick of the, what's the thing that they talk into? What's it called? CV, is that what it's called? CB radio? CB, yeah, whatever it is. And you're like, I'm just going to listen to whatever local sports talk's on. You're driving through. You pick me up. I go, here's what you should put your real money on. That's what I said this time last week. I said, if you want to really make money, let's say you're that trucker. And you open up an account. And you're like, what the hell? I'll put down 20 bucks on what this guy says. Had you put down 20 bucks and parlayed all five of those games that I told you were going to hit last week, you know how much you would have turned your 20 bucks into. You'd be sitting on, like, a lot of money right now. Great math. great math. <laughs> <laughs> you'd have a crap load of money. A lot of money. You'd have more than 20 bucks. I wonder what that would be. Five team. Par- It'd be like, I don't know. I feel like you'd have over a thousand bucks, probably 20 bucks on a five team parlay. Yeah. That'd be 506. Yeah. It'd be a lot of money. It'd be a big payday. So at the beginning of the year, the Chiefs had the best odds to win the Super Bowl. Obviously, they had been to back to back Super Bowls. Well, the odds Kind of like the weather, Julio. They are a changing. Here's your updated Super Bowl odds as of today. Today, Junior, the Bucks are still the favorite in the NFC. No big surprise there. The Bills are the favorite in the AFC. No huge surprise there. Both of them are at about five to one. So just to put some context to it, the Chiefs were right around four to one, five to one to win the Super Bowl at the beginning of the year. So that's kind of where the favorites are right now, seven games into this thing. Where are the Chiefs now? Well, they're behind Tampa and Buffalo and the Rams and Arizona and the Packers and the Cowboys and the Ravens. In fact, the Chiefs have the same odds to win the Super Bowl as the team that just smoked them this past Sunday, the Tennessee Titans. Now, I don't know about you. If you're not a fan of either team and you're just going by what you've seen this season and you got that same 20 bucks in your account that you didn't parlay when I told you you should have last week, who would you feel more comfortable putting that down on to win the Super Bowl at around 15, 16 to one odds? And I'm not saying that expecting you to say Tennessee. I'm asking that as an actual question because I don't know who I'd put my money on. Chiefs don't look right right now. They're hanging around 15 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. As we work our way down, the Chargers, 20 to 1. The Browns, 25 to 1. Here's a couple of interesting ones. Now, when I say interesting, all I mean is sports talk radio on a Thursday night when you're driving around in the rain. I don't mean put actual money down on these things because these are what we call a tease, these are what we call the house advantage. The Raiders, 30 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. The Bengals, 30 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. That's tempting, right? Wait, so I can put down four bucks and win 120? Sure, I'll put down four bucks on the Bengals. I'll put down four bucks on the Raiders. If I lose, I'm down eight bucks. If I win, I win 120? Yeah. No, I wouldn't. Teams like that don't win championships. They might, might win a playoff game. Both those teams. They might, might hang around in the division. Both those teams. But winning the Super Bowl, there's only a handful of teams that can actually do that. Tampa Bay, Buffalo, the Rams, the Cardinals, the Packers, the Cowboys, the Ravens, the Chiefs, the Titans. The end of the story. That's it. So you might not win a ton of money because those nine teams that I just told you happen to be the nine favorites, according to Las Vegas. Maybe you think that others should be in the conversation. Maybe you say, well, what about the Saints? Mm, no, James Winston. You say, well, what about the Chargers? Mm, no, first-year head coach. What about the Browns? Too banged up. But it's just if we're, it's a gambling show, guys, so we're trying to make money here. It's part entertainment, but it's also, let's try to actually, you know, make some money. Which means it's time for Levine's Locks. Here we go. These are the games that I feel best about coming up this upcoming NFL weekend. First of all, you got to take the Chicago Bears on the money line against San Francisco. It feels like San Francisco is an absolute and total train wreck right now, does it not? not. Ever since they go into the Super Bowl, they have kind of looked like the Chiefs do right now, don't they? Where you get all the way to the cusp, everything's looking great, until it doesn't, and then you just kind of, yeah, flat. Take Chicago on the money line. The Rams are giving up 14 and a half against the Texans. Don't even worry about it. The Rams will be up by 28 at halftime. You'll be cruising in that one. Tennessee, getting a point and a half at Indy. Take the point and a half. I know Carson Wentz is playing really well. I think Frank Reich's a good coach. But it also kind of feels like Tennessee, every time they play, quote-unquote, a real team, which Indy is, that's like a 10-win team, they get up for those games. They did against Buffalo. They did against Kansas City. They did last year against Baltimore. We've seen it in the postseason. I feel pretty good about that one. Same thing about Tampa Bay giving up 4.5 at New Orleans. New Orleans is one of those teams where it doesn't really matter if they're home or road or what the weather's like. They're just Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. They're just not a consistent football team. Really on either side of the ball. You know who is? Oh, just a team that's won 16 of their last 17 games. Ho-hum. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers laying four and a half against New Orleans. I think you're going to cruise in that one. And then Dallas gives up three points on the road at Minnesota. Here's the good thing about Minnesota. Minnesota. I like the accents. Don't you know, Julio, you can take a boat all the way from Mall of America to Fairgo, North Dakota? That's terrible. <laughs> that might have that been the worst <laughs> that, was, that was awful. Okay. Let me apologize to anybody that actually has it. If you reside in Wisconsin or North Dakota or Minnesota, you should be offended by what I just did. Very offended. And I apologize. On an unrelated note, have you ever been to the Mall of America? I have several times. Had several times? Several times. You're we such a weirdo, Julio. I, several I'm a times. traveler, man. Like, I'm maybe, a traveler. Maybe maybe I thought you'd say, nah, but I really want to go, or nah, but my brother went, or yes, I've been once. Several times you've been to the I, Mall I of America. I go to Minnesota
0: at least once a year. Why? S- sometimes twice. Specifically for that?
1: We have No, we have family friends up there, and also I go on an annual guy's fishing trip every year. Okay. Ice fishing? Uh, no, I no, I don't do the cold like that. No, <laughs> you regular know, fishing, but I got some great northern you have and to, pike fishing. Up you there, have man. to really be committed to do ice fishing, don't you? Yeah, that's too much. Because that's fishing much in and of man. itself, you kind of have to be committed. Like, there's a chance yes. that you could sit there and I don't want to say waste time, but nothing could happen.
0: And not when you go. But that's why you go up to Minnesota because up there, you you throw your you cast and you're in and catch
1: something. You know, that's crap. I've heard that. I've been at lakes. I've been up in Wisconsin. I've been at Lake Monaco. You've been fishing
0: the wrong, the wrong lakes, my
1: friend. Bro, I fished Lake Thunderbird. I fished Lake Monaco up in Wisconsin, and they're just like, hey, man, they're really biting today. You just you just get your lure in the water, and you're going to bring something home. No. Four hours later, I'm like, this sucks. It's you. It's you. It's you. It's Julio. <laughs> it's a sports machine. Oh, we're off next week, so no cook your bookie next week, but we'll try to win some money the week after that. Sound good? All right. Go yeah. catch yourself some pike, my so friend. Just
0: have them tweet at you. It's fine.
1: Cook your bookie right here, 610 Sports Radio.
0: You're listening to Cook Your Bookie with Sean Levine. Thursday nights at 8, 610 Sports Radio.
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news,